0: Hi folks, I'm Fiona Rennie, and welcome to the Creative Ruralist podcast. This series started as part of my final project for my Master's in Art and Social Practice with UHI, um, the University of the Highlands and Islands. It was inspired by some brilliant and in-depth conversations that I've had with peers and lecturers and guest speakers on the course over the last couple of years, And these conversations covered everything from what it means to be a socially engaged artist to perceptions of rurality to how we present ourselves as creative people who are creating the current narrative of rural life in Scotland. Looking back, I wish I'd recorded these conversations and shared them publicly because within this wee network, we are surrounded by quite like-minded individuals And we all agree that we already know about, discuss and challenge these issues and questions. So this podcast will be a platform to open up this discourse, broadening the dialogue about what rural and remote means to us who live and work here, and also making it open and accessible to those who don't, to allow them to get more involved and participate. So who am I? As I said before, my name is Fiona Rennie. And I'm a photographer and graphic designer based at the moment in the Isle of Lewis in the northwest of Scotland. I own my own business, which is called Strathak Creative, which offers bilingual creative services to predominantly my home island community. My mother tongue is Scottish Gaelic, and it's opened up many doors into the world of Gaelic broadcasting, to name but one. This involvement was actually another inspiration for creating this podcast. I love being interviewed and interviewing other people and chatting to people. And this is incorporated in my photography practice as well, which is often quite social documentary in nature. I like telling the stories of my community and its people. Not that I feel the need to justify myself, but I feel it might be useful to know a little bit about my own background before I delve into the lives and minds of my friends and participants on this podcast. I love that as an island community we have a special connection to our culture and heritage, a different sense of community and a deep-rooted connection to the people and place. I take pride in coming from a rural Scottish island, and I definitely don't feel remote here, but those are definitely words that people associate with rural places, often, but not always, by those who come from outwith. There's also a stereotype that life here is quite slow paced and disconnected or slightly backwards and is often portrayed with quite negative connotations of this small town way of life. Coming from the Isle of Lewis, and I'm sure if you also come from a rural place, you'll hear this often too. You hear things like, oh wow, that's very far away, or oh, that's so remote, (laughs) or what do you guys do there? Do you guys live in thatched cottages or have indoor plumbing and have electricity? You catch the drift. Even in Edinburgh, where I went to university, there was a really disturbing lack of understanding and knowledge of what it's really like to live in rural Scotland, even though no matter where you are in Scotland, you're no longer than three hours drive away from rurality in any direction. But I think movies, television, books tourism industry to a certain extent, and to get political for a second, cultural colonialism all have played their part in painting this romanticized notion of Scotland. Huge barren moors and mountains, highland cows and sheep on empty crofts with derelict houses on them, huge white sandy beaches and turquoise seas with no one to be seen for miles around. And yes, all these do exist, but there's a substantial part of this narrative which is missing. The people are missing. This became all too evident during the 2020 COVID-19 pandemic, where we saw a huge influx of people traveling, escaping the cities into the highlands and islands for the perceived space and freedom that these places offered them. Some people were quite shocked that they weren't welcomed with open arms and instead got quite negative reactions from local people who were only just worried about the effects of travel during the pandemic. I think the language we use to talk about these places also plays a big part in shaping these perceptions. Even the Scottish government describes various population groups and land use as remote rural, accessible rural, and the rest of Scotland. And we'll delve a little bit more into these themes throughout the podcast. So, why do a podcast then? Well, in short, I feel quite frustrated that there's a lack of understanding of what it means to be rural, both from some people within and out with what is perceived to be a rural area. And as someone who lives and works in rural places, who also happens to have a wide and eclectic network of people living and working in other rural areas, I thought that I was well placed to draw upon these resources, working to my own strength and enjoyment of hosting conversations. I also wanted to create a platform from which to share my own specific first-hand knowledge and experiences on these themes, as well as those of my network, to open up this discussion to the wider public, as I've mentioned, and also do my bit in helping to change this romanticised narrative to a more accurate one. This master's programme is taught online through the University of the Highlands and Islands, this has meant that a majority of our cohort, most of whom are women, also live, work and practice art in these areas which are often perceived as rural or remote. Because of the social aspect of our course, we've often got into some really interesting discussions on ruralism, remoteness, our lived experiences of working in these areas. And I felt it was a real shame that these conversations were only being heard by a small group of people who already understood these big questions. The main motivation of starting this podcast though is to open up this discourse amongst the listeners about the images of rurality and remoteness. It'll be told from a perspective of socially engaged art and I hope that it might too lead to some progress and some changes of those perceptions. I also thought, quite selfishly perhaps, that it would be a fabulous space to do a little gentle promotion of the wonderful women and creative practitioners that I know by providing a platform to engage with and connect like-minded individuals, potentially brokering some relationships between themselves or with a wider audience, with organisations or potentially even funders. I want to raise awareness of the work that they're doing while also gathering in-depth perspectives to create a knowledge bank of the lived experiences of female, rurally based, socially engaged practitioners. So who will I be speaking to? Well, by being a socially engaged practitioner myself, um, and I've mentioned this before, I also have an extensive network of creative practitioners who work in a similar way to my own, but across many disciplines within the creative industries. Many of those interviewed on this podcast are also fellow Lewis based creative practitioners, and several are also fellow students or lecturers on the Master's programme. This first series, I say optimistically, is purely based on a female perspective, but I hope that future podcasts will expand to involve a wider demographic. For now though, I'll leave it at that and invite you all to listen to my first podcast, which, which will go live on Monday, the 26th of April. And episodes will be published weekly after that and should be available through all your usual podcasting platforms. Thank you for listening. and Raste thank you to everyone who's been involved in the podcast so far and thank you too to Jane Hepburn Macmillan for kindly giving me this music to use this piece is called Creative Places